guys, and welcome back to Lesson Learned, a podcast where I and my guests will be openly sharing about our struggles and the lessons we've learned through them. I've mentioned in the past that I was going to have guests on the show, and today I am keeping my word. We have a very first guest on the show today, and he is very special to me, and I've learned so much from him over the years. I've known him for about 10 years now, and he's one of the funniest guys I know, and also one of the smartest. He has a degree in computer science and loves all the things that I hate, like numbers and math and all the techie stuff that I don't get. He's also a fantastic musician and an amazing singer, and he's pretty much better than me at, like, everything. And just a quick heads up that I won't be recording my interviews with my guests in my closet, so the sound quality is going to be a little bit different because I'm going to be in a more open space. And with that said, I'd like to introduce my first guest, my lovely husband, Patrick Lee. Hello, husband. Welcome. You are my first guest on the show. How are you feeling? Doing all right. Hello to all of Angie's listeners. We're gonna we're gonna jump right into it. I don't think you would have agreed to do this podcast with me if you didn't agree that our relationship was toxic. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, let's just dive right into it. Did you realize our relationship was toxic when it was like at the peak of its toxicity, or did you only make that connection like in retrospect? Definitely, like in retrospect. I think I was always maybe in denial. I knew that there were like some toxic traits, but I don't think like toxic traits mean that the relationship is toxic, like just by default. Right. I agree. Uh, for the last episode, I was reading um, like a definition from an article uh, about like what a toxic relationship is. Hmm. Um, and one of the things that I said was toxic relationships aren't always obvious and that's what can make it so dangerous. However, I think ours was pretty obvious. But like you said, mm. I think I was also in denial. Mm. Um, and I think I blamed myself for a lot of things. I always felt like everything was my fault, which is a little bit ironic because I know I made you feel like a lot of things were your your fault. Right. And I think both of our family members have seen just how bad it got because they could like hear us mm. like yelling at each other and things like that. I still don't think they fully know... Definitely not. Yeah, like everything that was going on, mm. and that's probably for the best. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but we will be maybe sharing maybe a story or two mm -hmm. about like some parts that got really bad. I know I brought a lot of baggage with me, and as I've mentioned in the previous episodes, I struggled a lot with self-loathing, and I hadn't dealt with a lot of my emotional baggage, and I suppressed a lot of my emotions, and as a result... Uh, that spewed into our relationship once we started dating. But I'll, I'll get into some of my stuff later, but I want to start off with you. What do you say, just reflecting on yourself, were some toxic traits that bled into our relationship? Uh, lying and like being dishonest. And or like maybe just like if you dilute that and make it sound kind of not that bad, it's like not telling the whole truth. I think that's kind of like what I did. Like white lies. Or like what, no, no, what, it's not. It's what she of, doesn't know won't hurt. Kind her of, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I think I did that more than a lot more than I should have. I think something that I've kind of developed and kind of like had since like very early on is like I think if I felt I was pushed over the edge um, by another person, then, you know, like I would try to show as much grace and patience or whatever leading up to that point. But once I'm past that point... Then it's kind of like I'm justified in whatever I do. Um, if I like lash out, if I 
say like terrible things or if I do terrible things or whatever, then like, you know, like you deserve it. And that's something that I guess I've always done. Like, it's not like I get there that frequently, but when I do, like, it's just terrible to, yeah, just to witness, to, to be the, like the victim of that, I guess. And like, whatever, I guess like lastly, maybe like finger pointing. And I think like when an issue is addressed, I mean, I, I could go on and on maybe about like how you didn't address it right, but you know, that doesn't, that doesn't absolve me of, um, what I did wrong. And I think like, yes, like I was being defensive and I wasn't taking responsibility. And instead, a lot of the time what I was doing was just like, okay, like sure, like you're going to nag me and, and mention like this laundry list of things I did wrong. But like, here's all the things you're doing wrong back at you. And not even in retrospect, just like common sense is going to tell you that like that isn't helpful. It doesn't bring you any closer reconciling. It doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't help the other person understand anything. You're just kind of like, oh, you're like attacking me and I'm going to attack you back. And I think it's like a very toxic thing that we did for, you know, five plus years. Yeah, it was really hard to get to a place of resolution and Mm -hmm. bringing it back to equilibrium or like peace. Right. If it's okay for me to (laughs) say. Sure, sure. I do think something that you did that Mm -hmm. was actually really toxic was Uh name calling. Mm -hmm. Um, You did that a lot throughout a relationship. Uh, From the beginning to... Uh, even after we got married Mm -hmm. and it, I never liked it and I was never for it, but I never focused on that while we were fighting because I understood why you did it just Mm -hmm. because I would be like, dude, like obviously he's angry. So he's doing things that he shouldn't, he's saying things he shouldn't say. But at the Mm -hmm. same time, I think I understood because unfortunately I grew up with that, like Mm -hmm. with my parents, Mm -hmm. like having angry parents and them just like. Uh, if they get mad, you just kind of say whatever. Mm-hmm. So I never took it really personally. For me, navigating emotions, like especially the negative ones, was uncharted territory. But as we know, when you're dating someone, mm-hmm. so like when I was dating you, uh, like you acted as my mirror. And I started seeing all these things in me that I didn't want to see, mm-hmm. which I reacted to very poorly. And I was already struggling with self-loathing, yet I was so prideful and stubborn at the Mm. same time. So when you would call me out, instead of being able to receive criticism and just accept it and try to improve, I would get so hurt Mm. and immediately put up my defenses and come out with like guns blazing and attack you. Because like, I think in my mind at the time it was just i was just trying to protect myself cuz i felt like he was just attacking me which i don't think that was what you're trying to do but that's how yeah, i received it right. and so i reacted so poorly mm-hmm. yeah because i honestly felt like you were against me and that you were trying to hurt me mm. um but yeah now i know that you weren't right. you were just trying to help me to see something that i was uh, doing helping is maybe like just that's such like a nice word for what I was doing. I think. <laughs> you were just it's trying just like, to it, get me to see that what I was doing was sure. harmful. It was just to like the, the whole like you know it takes two to tango. So it's like if you're gonna like yeah. call out my crap, like I get to call out yours mm-hmm. too. And yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like since I was so emotionally <clears throat> immature at the time, <clears throat> I I don't think I could like handle any right. criticism coming from you mm-hmm. because I felt like you were just saying or maybe like reaffirming that I was just an awful person. Mm-hmm. And even though I already believed that I was, like, I didn't want someone else to say that I was. And I didn't want someone else to, like, see those things in me. Because, like, my whole life I was trying to, like, quote unquote, do the right things while 
inwardly I was mm. like so angry and hateful and bitter. Mm. Um, and yeah, I tried so hard to shield people from seeing that dark, like those dark, ugly parts of me. Mm. Uh, because I believe that like if they saw those things, which I thought you were beginning to see, like you'd run away and reject me and I wanted to avoid that pain. Mm. So I think I tried to deflect as much as I can. Mm. Um, which obviously didn't help because by reacting poorly, it, it's revealing more of like what's inside me. So right. it's really ironic. I don't know if it's like something that's common in relationships, but I think like, you know, I guess like the mentality that you had that like, oh, if I see like these negative things, I'm going to be like turned off by them and like run or just, you know, like, oh, this isn't like what I signed up for or whatever it was. Um, all of that's true. You know, like I didn't sign up for that. I didn't know a lot of the things that were coming my way and the baggage that you were bringing. But uh, I think in spite of all those things, like like at the core of our relationship, like I always knew why I was pursuing you and like why I, I held on to the relationship, you know? If it's not the same a million and one things in another person, it's going to be a different million and one things that you're going to find wrong about another person. Mm-hmm. Like you're always right. going to find things that are wrong and like, because we're all broken people, you know? But this small core of like things that kind of like make you you, I think were so attractive and so precious to me. And so I was really willing to fight for our relationship, like however hard it got. Yeah, that was really sweet. Thank you. (laughs) No problem. (laughs) I think for me, that was something that kept confusing me throughout our dating relationship. When things got hard, it was so difficult for me to believe that there was anything good in me and that I was good for you in any way. Um, But then you would remind me that you thought that I was Mm -hmm. good for you. So I I don't know. I was just like really confused and I don't think I fully knew who I was. So that was like difficult for both of us. Mm. Yeah, I, I do think for most of our relationship though, Patrick was the one carrying the relationship because... I was always kind of one foot in, one foot out, try to run away when it got too hard um, or try to push him away and tell him that he deserves better Mm -hmm. because like I'm obviously not good enough. And so I Mm -hmm. try to push him away so many times. And something people might not know is that even when after we got engaged, we almost broke off our engagement on more than one occasion. Yeah. Yeah. That was not fun Hmm. um so one of the times where we almost broke off our engagement was ironically the day we were going to get our engagement photos taken Hmm. and we got into a really bad fight on the drive to the location and i think i was driving yeah and then i pulled over on the side of the road somewhere Hmm. by a school and then i think i said like if you get out of this car like, that's it. Like, mm. we're done. And then you got out of the car. Mm. So I was so heartbroken. I mean, but it's like you're, it feels like you're pushing me I think, to okay. that point. And then, but so you're kind of like saying what you don't mean. You know yeah, no, I, I do. Yeah. Th- I, can, I think I can admit that now. Mm-hmm. Like, I was doing all the things that would obviously lead you to right, do right. that. But you kind of At the same time, like, hoping that you'll stay. <laughs> so it was really, like, stupid. Uh. But I'll just like, man, like if you leave, like it's over mm. and then you left. So I, I, I took that as like, okay, you don't want to do this anymore. Mm. So I was crushed. Mm. And then I was really sad for a split second. But after that split second was over, I was angry. <laughs> and mm. so as, you know, reverting to my old ways, just like masking all of my negative emotions mm. with anger. Right. And so I, I did something I am not proud of mm. and will always regret 
as long as I'm alive. I took off my ring. I took off my necklace, which is actually more precious to me than the ring because this necklace that Patrick got me, I wear like all the time. Right. And even on sets, usually they're like, hmm, maybe take the necklace off. And then they're like, on second thought, I'm okay with it. And that happens almost every time I'm mm. on set. So I have my necklace with me mm. on almost all of my <laughs> like acting <laughs> gigs mm. uh, because usually people are okay with it. Um, and yeah, you gave it to me the first year yeah, yeah, we were dating. Year. So this actually means a lot to me. But I took off the necklace. I took off the ring and I like tossed it at you. That's nice. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I threw it at him. You're not going to mention anything else? <laughs> and then I drove off. What? You like said something too. That you hate me? I don't remember that. Oh, okay. How convenient. What? <laughs> that you forgot that I part. Del- I'm going to delete this from the... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't remember saying that. Mm. Did so, I yell it? Yeah. You screamed it from your car as you threw it at me. Oh. I threw it from the car? Yeah. Or, oh, maybe you got out of your car and then you threw it at me? Yeah. It was one or the other. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Blind rage, I suppose. Yeah, I did. I could have not have said anything, and then you could have left, and then we could have just cooled down. I guess maybe. I think I just wanted to put the blame on you, so right. that I don't have to take responsibility. I, mean, I think like that's. I don't know if it's a toxic thing per se, but like ultimatums has kind of been your thing since the beginning. You know, like way more so than than me. Uh, I've yeah. never been like no, you're right. this or bust. You know, like mm-hmm. or like. Um, so you know, this was just kind of like yet another example of like kind of threatening you know and like whatever so yeah i i looking back i don't think ultimatums are a very good thing i do think sometimes it's necessary yeah you can't compromise everything away yeah yeah however not to justify my ultimatums Mm -hmm. that i've given but i think as i think about why i did them i honestly felt at the time Mm -hmm. that like i really could not deal with certain things because I was so sensitive. I had so many triggers Mm -hmm. and each trigger was so sensitive. There were certain things I just at the time emotionally could not handle. Right. And since those buttons kept getting pressed, I was just like, yo, like this is just too much for me and Mm -hmm. it's too difficult and it's too painful. I feel like I'm dying inside. And so I think that's why like, I was just like, hey, like if this happens again, I don't think I can continue like continue mm-hmm. because it's just too hard for me right but we did come a long way yeah yeah i guess um maybe it's only fair as your guest that if you kind of tell a story that makes you look your absolute worst oh no um, there's so many other things that i've done remember worst one ones, of the many yeah um, since we're on the topic of toxicity yeah i mean i guess like just to give an example i guess of how um of like cer- like certain toxic behavior especially the one that uh, I would engage in when I felt like I was pushed over the edge. And, you know, then it's kind of like, you kind of deserve whatever's coming your way. So one time, oh, this is actually post-marriage. Uh, and I guess like we got into a really bad fight. And I, I, I don't think either of us really remember the context, even though like we've only been married <laughs> like a year. Never remember the context. Um, I got so fed up. Or you probably like said something that like triggered me and then I got up from wherever I was and then I grabbed like the collection of cards that you had uh like ever like all the cards that you'd written for me and stuff like that and then I sat at my desk and one by one actually no maybe like 
five by five. I like tore all of them and then I threw them in the trash can. I guess like maybe if we think about or like for you, like maybe the single thing that I did that hurt you the most, maybe that's up there. Uh, maybe that's the one. And yeah, I mean, like, I think that's still like a work in progress in the sense that there's still a like, healing that needs to be done. Yeah. Um, and I take responsibility for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the reason why that hurt me so much was I felt mm-hmm. like you knew exactly how to hurt me since yeah, I was no, just like, I mean, that's going to go back to the toxic trait that I'm talking about. Like I, you know, like once I'm pushed over the edge, I, I just think of ways to hurt the other person, you know, like that's how I was or, and then it's like justified. Like yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, I showed you so much patience. Like I bit my tongue. I didn't say anything back and okay. Now that we're in this like red zone, like you get whatever's coming to your way, mm-hmm. you know? And so, and I think for so long, like I justified that sort of behavior um yeah so i think for both of us Mm -hmm. with our maybe our biggest toxic traits traits Mm -hmm. yeah uh for both of us it came to like this breaking point where we were really confronted with like if you don't deal with this like our relationship is not going to last and we are not going to get married Uh, well i remember some of this stuff bled into marriage but yeah yeah yeah. i mean Mm -hmm. i think that's going to happen right but i i do think like for me, Mm-mm-mm. I really had to face all of my like rage and my anger issues and everything I would project at you. Mm-hmm. I, I remember that breaking point where well, it was while we were engaged and I was sitting on my bed and you were standing up. We had gotten in a fight. I don't remember what the fight was about, but I, I think maybe you had left and then you came back or oh, something. Okay. I'm not sure. But regardless... I remember at that point, I had like the epiphany that, you know, like my anger is a problem. I mean, I already knew that, but like I w- it was suddenly became so clear to me that my anger was like a huge issue that's destroying our relationship and that I was using anger as a defensive me- mechanism so that I don't have to to shield myself from all the other negative emotions, from like, mm. from really feeling all the pain and sadness and grief and like heartbreak sometimes. Mm. Um, but without anger, like I didn't know how to deal with all of those emotions. Mm. Uh, so I was like so scared, and so I, I think I was finally sharing that with you, like yeah, my realization, I and I was just like, I'm so scared, and mm. I told you I was scared. And I told you I didn't know what to do. Yeah. And I just cried for a very long time. Mm. And I couldn't stop crying because I was like, now, like, if I can't use my anger... Defenseless to, kind of. Yeah. I, like, I don't know how to handle these emotions. Mm. And so that was like the first time. I don't think <laughs> it was like the first, first time, but like maybe the first time after having that epiphany where mm. I had to just sit through those emotions until it subsided and it was unpleasant it was cathartic i'm sure but like to feel all those feelings that you've been trying not to feel for however many years Mm -hmm. we're dating like it was scary Mm -hmm. and uncomfortable but i i guess from that moment on i failed a lot and i still reverted to anger yeah i mean i think like a lot of the fights that we had why we were fighting in the first place was because like you were sad or because you were disappointed or because Mm -hmm. like this or that but it never ever 
for a lot of the, the fights that we had, like, came out that way, you know? Yeah. It was just, like, I'm upset. And it's just, like, and it, it, it that's, like, all, so like, in my head, I'm just thinking, like, oh, my goodness. Like, here like, we go again. This girl is just, like, <laughs> always upset. Like, what is her problem? Mm-hmm. Like, why, like, I, I'm, why do you have to be upset, like, 99% of the time, you <laughs> Yeah, because the only way I knew how to express my emotions was through anger. Because right. that's how I grew up, and that's what... I got from my parents and so that's all mm-hmm. I knew and so to explain like hey I'm actually feeling very sad or right, I'm actually right. feeling hurt by this right. like I no one had ever talked to me that way right. you know and so it was it was everything was new to me mm-hmm. so even trying to talk to you that way like I would always go in with the mindset like okay respect Patrick speak to him respectfully and gently mm-hmm. and I would open my mouth and it would be like kind of like rude tone yeah like it would be a very disrespectful tone Mm -hmm. which you would hear as disrespectful but to me i'd be like oh my gosh like i'm being so nice Mm. because (laughs) you had the mindset going into it that you were going to do all the right things yeah no but at the same time i honestly thought there were times where i honestly thought i did a good job Mm -hmm. i was like oh my gosh i nailed it this time and then you'd be like oh my and then you'd be upset and Mm -hmm. i couldn't understand why you're upset but i probably because i was so like I don't know. It was so new to me and I was just trying to hold my tongue. There was probably some of my anger that leaked into my tone yeah. that I didn't realize Maybe. while I was doing it. And I, mm. I was just like, bravo, patting myself on the back like, oh, Angie, you did it. Only to be, to be met with like mm. you getting upset with me for presenting things poorly again. Uh. So I was just like, it doesn't even matter if I do it right. Yeah. So like I'll you're going to get upset. Wrong. Yeah, exactly. That was... <laughs> Uh, that's me jumping to uh, conclusions, and that's yeah. my There's reasoning. There's like that meme of you just jumping to conclusions, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I struggled a lot with anger, hmm. and you did too, probably because of... Yeah, and, and very unfortunately, or like, the the thing that you were so comfortable with, and like, you know, the however you communicated, it was actually like something that I got triggered by so easily, because like, you know, I grew up in with like a dad who was like super... I mean, he was toxic too, you know, like, and he was the only emotion he knew was anger too. And, and thereby like, that's like the the emotion I would, I became most familiar with too. I guess like if we, if we talk deal breakers or you're like ultimatum type things, uh, like for me, like I don't have very many, I have like one or two. It's like, you know, don't disrespect me. And maybe, maybe I just have one then. Uh, just like, you know, don't treat me, like treat me respectfully. Like, like as you would wish to be treated. And I don't know why I chose the one person who was like so bad at that. Yeah, and you fought so hard did, to make it work. Because as much I, as I like prize that and like uh-huh. would love that, I know it. I guess like I just knew at the end of the day, like it's not the most important thing that I feel respected, you know? Like it's really important to me, but it's not the most important thing. I could think of like more important things I'd rather pursue. I'm giving Patrick hard eyes right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did we move forward to becoming a healthier couple? Yeah, and our, our becoming a healthier couple is, mm. like I mentioned earlier, it's it's very recent. Like maybe, yeah, definitely. Less I mean, there's like year. steps that we took too, though. No, that's always. true. Like, we're, like I don't want to. Yeah, because yeah, I was. Our, I think we were constantly mm-hmm. growing and evolving. You know, like micro evolutions, yeah. micro growths micro changes um 
I would no. say that we kind of transitioned from toxic into healthy, but because like, you know, some toxic traits still linger. Yeah. I do think though, our healthier relationship is very, very more recent, especially the last few months. Mm-hmm. I could, I can actually see the steps that we've taken mm-hmm. to grow, mm-hmm. which I, I do think we needed those eight years, like previously for us to get to where we are now yeah and mm-hmm. i can say that we are healthier now and even if it's like oh is it temporary if it, like mm-hmm. there's no doubt that we're gonna have our like bouts and our struggles and fights mm-hmm. down the road but i do think in how we handle them definitely like it looks very different now yeah. and i think it will continue to improve and maybe mm-hmm. we'll bla- backslide sure. sometimes like uh-huh. eh. maybe like given uh-huh. um like we're still working through our right you know our stuff I think, like, even for you to say that is, like, huge because, like, for anyone who doesn't know you, like, I think you kind of get blinded by all the negativity a lot and you kind of, like, are unable to see growth. You know, it's like, like, what's changed? Like, what's different? Like, it's still the same. Oh, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah, like, in our relationship, like, you'd be like, it's still the same. And, like, it, it was so confusing for me because for me, like, yes, like, it was difficult. Yes, it was hard. But I definitely saw, like, the baby steps that, you know, that we were taking. Um, and so for you to say, like, I could see, I could like pretty much like, I could see so clearly the steps that we were taking. Like that, that means a lot. That means a lot. Yeah. Especially coming from you, I guess. Mm-hmm. Thanks. husband. Mm-hmm. Probably mentally and emotionally, I'm probably the healthiest I've ever been. Right. For me, I think one of the big things that changed for us, I think this was still while we were dating was like, I think I had this like newfound appreciation for gentleness. Right. And mm-hmm. I think you were kind of even like like sharing how like i think just like when we're not just kind of like meeting each other like fire like fighting fire with fire and i kind of come out with more gentleness like it immediately just brings more peace in the room and uh it lowers all tensions our defenses kind of get lowered and we're able to reach we're kind of able to express what's actually wrong like pretty quickly and we're able to reconcile like pretty quickly too yeah, something that we were really terrible at the beginning of our relationship was mm. just apologizing to right, each other. Right. Like, because we're so prideful and stubborn, mm-hmm. and we both thought, like, I didn't, I didn't do anything wrong. Right. You know, and so, but now it's just like, okay, it doesn't matter it doesn't. whether you just did all the right things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, like, I think both of us are really quick to apologize, mm-hmm. um, and I do think. Yeah, I used to not care about gentleness at all. Just like the gentleness is stupid. But now, like I think I understand so much more now why gentleness is a character trait that is so it's so undervalued. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because once you started exhibiting, you know, gentleness, right. I like I honestly had nothing to say. Right. Like all of the anger and the fire in me would be gone immediately mm-hmm. when you would because i was expecting you to like also come at me right. but when you're when i met instead with like gentleness and forgiveness mm-hmm. and everything i don't deserve because right. i deserve for you to just put me in my place sometimes mm-hmm. but you would just be so kind and sweet and gentle like right. it would humble me mm-hmm. and it would bring us quickly to a place of peace and it would make me want to become a better you know, girlfriend, fiance, now wife to you. And now I think gentleness is a trait that I want to emulate. Mm -hmm. Maybe like a recurring theme is just going to be like, 
when we realize like we can't make any more excuses for our behavior. Like mm-hmm. when you take full ownership and responsibility and you identify it for what it is, it's not like, oh, I only do this because you make me or because, you know, like I'm pushed to this point yeah, by you. Like if you didn't do this, yeah, then, then like, I, wouldn't I would react never this be this type yeah, of person. Or like, do, I heard they, that a lot. Like, good. but if it's just like, no, like, okay, like whether that happens or not, it doesn't, it's never excusable for you to do ABC toxic behavior. Right. And, and that was honestly so hard for me to admit because I felt I was so justified in my behavior. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, yo, I'm, I'm showing you so much uh, just patience mm-hmm. and I am not smiting you. Yeah, I, like, I felt the same way too because uh-huh. I'd be like, oh my gosh, if he only didn't do ABC, right. then I wouldn't get upset and uh-huh. I wouldn't have to present right. like another problem like right. Patrick, like you did this and it made me upset again. Uh-huh. And so I think we were just like putting the blame on each other. Right. And it was just like this endless cycle of like pointing the finger at each other. Uh-huh. Um, but I think now we definitely fight better yeah. and we fight for each other mm. now instead of like just fighting each other and mm. then trying to run away Right. <laughs> or it was me running away mm. and then you chasing after me. Um, and now I, I can confidently say that I feel more loved by you than ever before. And mm. I also know that I'm loved by you mm. because for a long time I would be like, or when things got hard, to be like, you don't even care about me. Mm. Like, you don't even love me for real. And like, if you did, blah, uh, right? Things like that. But yeah. I My favorite. <laughs> music to my ears. <laughs> All right, moving on. Thanks for being here on this podcast. The end. Just kidding. There's so many things we've left out that I do think we could tap into regarding mm. toxicity in our relationship. Right. But we're just, honestly, we're just mentioning... <laughs> this is actually very few yeah there's i mean if there's like 30 minutes we can't condense eight years of whatever into, yeah. into 30 minutes but. um what's one big lesson that you learned through all of this the biggest lesson that i learned was that i am not above you you know and that i'm no better and that was such a hard pill to swallow um because i thought i was so much more like emotionally mature i didn't bring as much baggage i was not a disrespectful little poop and like, you know, like whatever. Um, (laughs) I was, I was. And yeah, but I think anytime, like I was so upset with like how you were and just like what you like consistently did to hurt me, maybe not to hurt me, but like it was hurting me. Um, This is kind of going to dig into my Christian roots where like I would just kind of like get hit with the revelation that I like, I do the same thing in my relationship with God. There's no reason to forgive. I'm so thick, he- pig-headed. I'm so stubborn, um, and I would just get hit with it like all back, and I, it, and I would get like upset too because it's like God, this is not what I want to feel and like think right now, but like this is what I'm feeling, and so I guess like the lesson that I learned from that is like I'm no better than you. Um, you know, it, it's just different, and. But we're still like the same, even the same, same, but different, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so I think that was like one of the biggest lessons that I learned in our relationship. Hmm. Okay. Thank you, husband. Thank you for being on my show. Hmm. I love you, mister. I love you. Very much.
thank you to everyone listening in and for those who might know me personally i hope none of this stuff was too much of a shock for you because honestly we barely scratched the surface We'll have two more episodes after this completing the series on toxic relationships, one of which will be on a virtual complicated relationship, and another will be on a very toxic friendship relationship. So stay tuned. And as always, if you haven't already, please give this podcast a follow on Instagram at LessonLearnedPod, and also my personal Instagram at A-N-G-J-H-O-L-E-E, that's Anjo Lee. And I am your host, Angie Jolie, and I'll see you next time.